Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Well, um, the first thing I want to say is good evening uh, to everybody tonight. Um, just want to thank all of you guys for joining in, uh, tuning in wherever you're watching or listening across the country uh, or around the world. Um, we just um, we have a word from the Lord tonight. Um, last week we talked about praying in the spirit and and my prayer is that throughout uh, this week and last you've had the opportunity to invite the Holy Spirit in and deal with you and um, just ask him for the prayer language if you didn't have it right um, to begin to pray in the spirit and talk to God the Father um, in ways that you never may have talked to him before and so tonight we're actually going to deal with in worship and another critical component of spiritual warfare. But before we go any further in the service, I want to lead in prayer and then we'll get into the, uh, the word of God. Spirit of the living God fall fresh in this meeting. Fall fresh in this place. I thank you, Father, for your presence, for your word says that you inhabit the praises of your people. I know that you are here. I know that you are moving in me and through me and that your word will not return to us void. Father, we thank you for your word that we are about to receive. Let it be life. Let it be liberty. Let it be freedom. Let it liberate every man, every boy, every girl that hears this word, Father. And let it replenish them, Father. Let it restore them, Father. Let it give them the strength that they need in this season. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you, Father, for using me as a willing vessel. I'm just the clay. I thank you for being the potter. Would you anoint my lips tonight, Father, to speak what only you would have me to say? And when it's all said and done, Father, I'll point to you to receive all the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Good evening, good evening. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you, Brandon. How's it going, man? How you doing, Travis? I'm doing all right. Good, good. 
good to have you on tonight. Um, you um, you you at work tonight? Yeah, I'm at work. Okay. Well, I just finished up in prayer and um, just going to be dealing in um, a subject of worship tonight. Um, you know, last week we talked about praying in the spirit. And um, I know you, you're familiar with... Um, with Bishop um, Patterson, yes, and sir. he's Kojic, right? So, you know, Pentecostal, and I know um, that may not be, that may not be a foreign concept to you as far as praying in the spirit or hearing others speak in tongues in that uh, Pentecostal movement but I had an opportunity to uh, teach on that last Monday night. And so um, what I found, Travis, in that teaching is that, um, you know, just some of us as men of God and just men um, all across the, the world who tune in, um, it was a foreign concept. So we got a chance to talk through that and, um, Tonight, I'll be dealing in worship and what that's all about. And uh, we'll be, you know, pretty brief tonight and we'll get everybody back to their evenings on this this Labor Day uh, weekend. But I just want to thank you for uh, jumping on and I, I just want to open it up. I know you're at work, but if you have any uh, if you have a moment to share any praise reports, testimonies, if you have any prayer requests before we get started and then we'll jump right in. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, you know, I've been, been been talking to God lately and just trying to get everything on track um, with my life and my marriage and just just staying faithful. Mm-hmm. You know, in whatever way I can be, you know, if I can't get to church or I can't get to this meeting, I still got to stay with God, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's stuff that comes up, but, you know, he tries to deceive us and put distractions up, but we still got to stay faithful, you know, keep them in our spirit, keep them in our walk. Hey Amen. That's a good, good focus, Travis, and. I'm the first one to be able to raise my hand and say, um, it can be a challenge, (laughs) you know, it can be difficult with, um, just the weight of the world that you just talked about marriage, life, work, family, um, dramas that come up in all of that. Um, it's a lot to juggle. And to keep him at the center of it all, it it would make sense that we do that. But sometimes life just, it has another way of um, dictating the story, right? Yes. Um, so the good thing is that we keep showing up, like you said, um, acknowledging to God that <laughs> I'm trying, <laughs> you know? Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm try- and and he sees it, Travis. Yeah. You know, he sees what you're doing. He sees the effort that you're putting in to build that relationship with him. And that's the most important thing. 
um, I was searching the scriptures this weekend and I came across Isaiah where he was talking about how, you know, men, they, um, they speak all the right things and with their lips, but their heart is far from him. And the reality is God knows where your heart is. And that's the most beautiful thing. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I haven't gave up on my marriage, you know, regardless of what I go through, you know, God never gave up on me. Mm-hmm. And that's my house. I'm, I'm Jesus. You know, it has to be a sacrificial love. And I think just being married has got me closer to him. You know, it really has, you know, and, and that's why I feel like that's my calling to do is just, is just stay faithful no matter what. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Well, we'll be lifting you up, brother. That's why we come together so you can feel that strength pushing your way uh, for you and your um, your marriage, my man. And uh, God will continue to be faithful. Um, and so, you know, with that, um, what I want to do is I do want to dive into the word. Um, good evening, Tim. Um, appreciate you jumping on tonight on this Labor Day evening. Um, I'll try to be as brief as possible. Um, we are dealing in worship. Um, and so I'll kind of take us through some uh, components of the message before we get into worship. But I was just telling Travis, and uh, if you guys haven't had the opportunity, I have posted it on the podcast, on the Cities of Refuge YouTube channel, as well um, as the Cities of Refuge Instagram page, um, the message we talked through last night, which was not last night, but last Monday, praying in the spirit. It's a very critical message it's a prophetic message and so if you did not uh hear it or you missed last monday night um it's 30 minutes of your life uh, that it will change your life if you tap into it so i'm encouraging everyone who has not heard it yet to tune into it and not because brandon uh, said, or because I was speaking is because the Holy spirit was speaking through me. So I want to make sure you guys hear that word. So, um, I have already, uh, taken our prayers before the Lord to bless this word tonight. So with that, uh, we'll just get right in. Um, so we're talking about worship tonight. And, and one of the things that I want to do is establish the word with the Godhead because um, I'm going somewhere with it, but I want to establish it with the Godhead. When you think of the Godhead, um, can anybody tell me what you think of when I say Godhead? Father, Son, Holy Spirit for me. Yes, that's it. That's it. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's the Godhead, right? And so um, the Bible, for 
believe it or not, man, um, not all uh, components of the Christian faith um, believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Some believe in Father, Son, um, you know, um, and not the Holy Spirit. So um, what I'm doing, because it's more than just us who hear this word, is I'm going to lay the foundation through the word of God. It says that um, the father piece of it in 2 Corinthians 6 and 18, and I will be a father to you and ye shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. And that's 2 Corinthians 6 and 18. So the Bible establishes that he is our father. God is our father. All right. So the second part of the Godhead is the son. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father, the, per the first part of the Godhead, except through me. The me is the son, Jesus Christ. John 14 and 6 establishes that component of the Godhead. And lastly, um, the Holy Spirit, which is the third part of the Godhead. It says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father, God the Father, will send in my name, this is Jesus talking in the red here, he will teach you all things and remind you of all that I said to you. That's John 14 and 26. And then 1 John 5 and 7 establish that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are all there are three all in one. It says, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, or the Son, and the Holy Ghost, which is also known as the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. So this is a Bible uh, class, a Bible master class to help anyone that's struggling with the Godhead to understand that there's three components, the father, the son, the Holy spirit. Okay. And thank you so much again, Tim, for, um, telling us what the Godhead was all about before we, uh, went further in the same manner as men, we are body, soul, spirit. And if you have not heard me teach on body, soul, and spirit, um, please go out and watch the, um, does the media have control of your mind message? And that's on the, uh, cities of refuge YouTube channel. But, um, tonight I'm dealing with who the Godhead father, son, and spirit see us as through the lens of the infallible word of God. So we're man, but there's 
three components in which God sees us as. And stay with me because I'm going somewhere um, as it relates to this message. He sees us as son, servant, and ambassador. Okay? So just like there's three parts of the Godhead, for God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, God sees us in three components as man. He sees us as son, he sees us as servant, and he sees us as ambassador. And there's some um, biblical truths and scriptures that confirm what I'm saying. Um, it says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And there's many other references to us being sons, um, but I couldn't get it all on the screen here. Servant, and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, and patient. 2 Timothy 2.24 and Ephesians 6 and 7 says, With good will doing service and to the Lord and not to man. So we're a son, we're servants, and lastly, we're ambassadors. Ephesians 6 and 20 says, For which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And 2 Corinthians 5 and 20 says, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. So again, Scripture is teaching us that we're not... Um, you know, we're not just servants, which is a great thing, but we're his sons. We are a servant and we're also his ambassador. That's how he sees us. So you may ask, Brandon, why is this important to understand who we are through the lens of the Godhead? God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. It's important because just like God is judge and jury, the Son is the Savior and the Holy Spirit is our advocate. These three aspects of us, Son, Servant, Ambassador, who we can come before God boldly to his throne of grace and mercy, requesting what we need from him as a son, according to um, Romans 8 and 14, then there are aspects of us who can come before him humbly as a servant in worship, which is what we'll be dealing with tonight. And then there are other aspects uh, of us who God sees us as an ambassador, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 20, so that we are able to influence our culture, our society, and our territory for the kingdom of God, which we spent three months uh, going through. Um, but now, you know, I want to, um, I took all of that time to lay the foundation of who God sees us as, because most of, for most of us, 
if not some of us, um, there's a misunderstanding about worship. And it is a critical piece and facet to our relationship with God. So as we're tuning in, can can anybody tell me what worship means and then um, what it means to do? And 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 then we'll kind of um, finish this all up. We're almost finished. It'll be a brief word tonight. But I wanted to open that up to see if anybody is willing to share what uh, their thoughts on worship is. I'm thinking to give the glory to give glory. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely to give glory. And oftentimes when um when I open it up from 8:30 to usually about 8:40 um as you guys come into the service um you may see me in worship. Um you may see my hands lifted. Um you may see me singing, you may see my mouth moving. Sometimes I'm on mute. Sometimes I forget to mute. <laughs> um, and so you may hear me uh, in worship to God. And so, uh, Travis, thank you for, for sharing that. Um, because there's a misconception about worship, the first thing I want to point out is that David, who I think we know pretty well, um, the 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 David uh, who killed Goliath, uh, the David who was anointed by Samuel uh, to be the king as a little boy, uh, the David who fulfilled the prophecy of Samuel and became the king uh, of Israel. He was a worshiper. And if you don't believe me, read Psalms this week. David would be so in awe of God in worship, he would dance himself out of his clothes. <laughs> so although David was a son, like we are, and a king, it did not absolve him of his servant position as a worshiper to God also. So what is worship and why is it important from a biblical perspective? Well, there's a few scriptures that I want to bring to our attention and then we'll kind of close this thing up. It says, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. John 4, 23-24 Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Psalms 102 Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Psalms 104. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. 
Psalms 95 and 6. Thus I will bless the Lord. Thus I will bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. So I want to pause for just one moment because a majority of these acts of worship so far, it's King David that is teaching us how to worship men. David, who was a king, um, who I would submit to you, feared the Lord so much that he was bold enough to make war with his hands and humble enough to lift up his hands, bowed before the Lord to worship him. And I will tell you right now, whatever misconception uh, you may have about worship, uh, whether because is, you know, you're masculine or you're machismo or it feels funny, um, whatever the reason, somewhere along the way, the truth um, that you believed or some may believe worship was not something that men do. We got, it got twisted somewhere along the way. And I'm here through the authority of the Holy Spirit to tear down those false belief systems and challenge us uh, to be worshipers in this season. Um, because Romans 1 and 25, Paul writes, who changed the truth of God into a, a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. And last week, you know, we dealt on praying in the spirit. And I, I talked about this earlier, but we dealt on praying in the spirit, which is a tool of spiritual warfare. And this week we're dealing with worship, which is another tool in spiritual warfare, man. And I'm here to tell you, we need all the tools in our spiritual toolkit to do war. Um, a few other verses, men, um, that, that David writes, he says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. That's Psalms 34 and 3. And then um, Psalms 22 and 3 says that he inhabits the praises of his people. So, number one, if we're not worship, if we're not in worship, if we're not praising God, he cannot inhabit our praise. In other, in other words, men, when you worship God, you are showing him what he means to you, what he is worth to you. Now, if God is not worth anything to you, don't worship him. But this is why, again, from 830 to 840, typically, when you first come into the service of the Lord that we have on Monday night, we're going before him in, in corporate worship. And it's a real thing, a serious thing. And, and, and however you begin this journey of worship, and maybe you're already a worshiper and that's great. 
because I'm a worshiper. Um, but if you're not, there's just simple things you can begin to say with your hands lifted and, and an open mouth. You, when you start coming in on Monday nights for worship and you, you don't have to be off of mute. You can be on mute. But the more important thing is that whether it's Monday nights or throughout the week, we're in worship and we're telling God how much we need him. And we're telling him that we can't make it without him. And we're telling him that we love him and that we can't think without him and we can't breathe without him. And truth be told, I would submit to you that worship is more than words. It's actions. And I alluded to it earlier, um, but here's the verse. Isaiah 29 and 13 says that the Lord said, because this people draw near with their words and honor me with their lip service, but they remove their hearts, which are far from me and their fear for me consists of traditions learned by men. I don't want to be so spiritual or so uh, religious that I fall into the, tr the trap of being a traditionalistic, rit ritualistic man of God from things that I've learned from men that were not based on Bible. So my prayer is that as we peel back this layer of worship and what it all means is that we surrender our agenda and what we think worship is to him. And that we just say, Lord, let your will be done. Let it be done. Let your will be done, not my own. This kind of talking to God and then turning it over to him, this is true worship. And some may be asking who are listening at me, uh, who have been in church all their lives, why are you teaching on things like praying in the spirit and worship and prayer and, and things like that. If you don't hear anything else I'm saying tonight, please hear this. It's because we are living in a day and age where there is a, there is a rise of the occult. And even some saints are participating in Zodiac astrology crystals, going to see soothsayers and mediums and uh, fortune tellers. I'm going to call, I'm going to call it how I see it. It's witchcraft and sorcery. And just because all of it has been normalized by society, when we have a devil to fight, like we do in this age and stage of the world, I want to make sure that every soul that God has given me to pastor, not only do I pray for you in secret, but I equip you 
with revelation knowledge in this season, in this final hour, to use these spiritual tools like praying in the spirit and like worship, which are not worldly tools. In fact, if people of the world see you doing either of them, they are liable to think you are weird, crazy, or both. But you know what, man? I'm okay with that because we serve a God who I will not be ashamed of. I won't be ashamed of being his son, his servant, or an ambassador for him to spread the kingdom message. In fact, Matthew 10 and 32, 33 says, and I'm finished after this, whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown him before my father in heaven. I know none of us are too proud to be a worshiper, to lift up our hands in total surrender to him, telling him that we need him. I know none of us are too macho of a man to open our mouths to thank him and be in awe of who God is. And so my challenge to each and every man, including myself, is to be in worship this week, to be vulnerable and open in ways that we have never been to our God. He deserves our praise, our honor, and our worship. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word tonight. Father, we trust you with the, the message that you've put into our hearts and our minds. I don't know, Father, why you put it into my heart to speak on tonight but I say yes to your will and to your way. I've delivered your word to your people. Do what you want to do now. We ask, Father, that you would seal it up on our hearts. Holy Spirit, that you would cont continually bring it to our remembrance throughout this week, all of the scripture, Father, that we've read. And we ask, Father, that you would draw us near and closer to you in this last and final hour. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All right. Well, fellas, um, what I want to do is I want to open it up. I'm going to stop share my screen if I can figure it out here. Um, and I want to open it up. It's good to see everybody uh, jump on tonight. Um, but tonight, again, we were talking about worship. And um, what I wanted to do is uh, bring a biblically based, um, scripture based uh, synopsis and overview 
of what worship is all about. And if worship was good enough for David, um, who was a part of the bloodline of Jesus Christ, it's good enough for Brandon. Um, and I want to be doing it. And so I wanted to share that word with us all. Um, again, last week we talked about praying in the spirit. So if you missed that, please tune in. It was a prophetic message. Uh, but again, I want to open it up to see if anyone had anything to um, add just from a perspective of words of encouragement uh, to the men that have joined us on this Labor Day evening. Um, any praise reports, any testimonies, uh, or any prayer request, and uh, I'll just uh, open it up, open up the floor, and if anybody has anything, uh, you're more than welcome to jump in. Hey, good evening, brothers. This is uh, Jordan. Uh, sorry for being late um, on here. I just, I just want to share that probably just like my prayer, my prayer language, and my worship. Those are like the gaps. Though that's where like my personal goals to as I'm trying to get closer to God. That's different things that I'm trying to work on and uh, I'm appreciative for the message and uh, what you said about just rit rituals or like the same little dry prayers that we do like before we eat or before we go to bed or different stuff like that like I just hear you 100% it's about getting beyond that and really like there's some scripture out there that's like talking about just like God and like when we're in the spirit, he he can really interpret just the groans and just just he it doesn't even have to be words. Um and so I'm just I'm just looking to be better in my prayer and my worship. So Amen. God bless you all. Thanks. God bless you, Jordan. And that's Romans eight and twenty-six. Uh, where we groan and he's in the Holy Spirit searches the deep things of of those groanings when we're praying in the spirit. And it's so important. I appreciate you pointing that scripture out. I really do. Um, and that was one of the scriptures we actually talked about last Monday night um, in the word that I was presenting to everybody that hears it is that in the season that we're in right now, um, praying in the spirit is mission critical because we don't know what's coming next. We're at the point where those labor pains are going to continue to intensify. And so uh, we don't know what that is. 
but praying in the spirit enables us to um, pray for things we don't even know what to pray for. To Jordan's point, sometimes we don't even know what to pray or how to pray. And so that is so important, Jordan. And thank you so much again, my man, for for bringing that up. And I know we're all pressing in. Um, I was mentioning this to Travis with life and work and marriage um, and, and all the things that our kids have going on, sports, and it it pulls us away, you know, from the, from the things of, of God. And, you know, we just, we're, we're having to dig deep in this season. Um, so uh, we don't perish and our families don't perish because those are the, the, the sacred things that we hold close to our hearts. So uh, with that, just want to open it up for another couple minutes and then um, I have a few other things and we'll end in prayer. All right. Well, if anybody has anything, feel free to interrupt me. Um, I just wanted to, um, again, appreciate everybody for jumping on tonight um, and just um, hearing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us. Um, I just want to submit to you guys that before I bring you anything, I'm praying in the Spirit. I'm praying, I'm spending time with God, asking him, what do you want me to say to your people? What needs to be said in this season? And some things that I say, I'm like, God, I don't want to say that. But I still say it because I'd rather be obedient than sacrificial. And so um, I pray that as you guys continue to plug in, um, not to what I'm saying, not to what Brandon's saying. Um, let me get on Monday to see what Brandon, because I don't have anything to say. But if you plug in and tune in, um, it's going to be biblically based and what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. And if we ever need a word from God, it's in this season. So I want to thank you guys for continuing to stay, uh, staying faithful uh, to God and coming together to hear what he's saying. Continue to lift up each and every man that's in the meetings and the man that can't join the meetings for whatever reasons. We're continuing to lift them up in prayer also and their families. So with that, I want to take the time to do that. If you all could join me uh, in prayer, if you have an opportunity, wherever you are to pray in the spirit as I pray in the natural, um, please do that and um, we'll get everybody back to their evenings. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you tonight thanking you again for your word. Father, we know that it your word comes to edify us. It comes to challenge us. It comes to encourage us. But more importantly, it comes to change us. We thank you, Father, that no man will leave the same way that they came on tonight. Father, we lift up Travis and Tim and Jordan. We lift up every man that wanted to be here tonight, but for whatever reason could not be here, oh God. You know their hearts, Father. We just ask that you continue to protect each and every man that's a part of this ministry, Father. Protect their families. Protect their loved ones, Father. Father, we just ask that you continue to use each and every one of us as not just your servant, Father, but your ambassador for your kingdom, O oh God. We ask, Father, that you would be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, O oh God. We ask, Father, that you would create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Holy Spirit, we ask that you begin to pour yourself out upon each and every one of us who seeks after you vigorously, O oh God, to want to know you and make yourself known, Father. We trust you in this season. We ask, Father, that you give us a spirit of worship and that you equip us with the entire armor of God, with the helmet of salvation, Father, the shield of faith, the belt of truth, the shoe shot with peace, O oh God, and your word that is the sword that will pierce through every fiery dart of the enemy, O oh God. We thank you and we trust you for being our buckler and our fortress and our strong tower in this season. Father, we need you more than we ever needed you before. And we thank you for showing up. We thank you for being real to us, O oh God, when there's imitators and perpetrators and false Christ that are trying to overtake the church in this season, oh God. We thank you for being real in our lives in this season, oh God. And we ask that you receive our worship this week as we make a commitment into your hands, our lives, oh God. And we bless your most holy and awesome name, God. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're doing. Amen. 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 All right. Well, fellas, um, thank you again for uh, jumping on. I'm thinking about all of your, your families. I'm thinking about each and every one of you. Um, I love you, um, and I just ask that you guys continue to uh, press into your relationships with with God. I know you will, uh, but that's my encouragement for tonight and this week. And uh, we'll talk throughout the week or next Monday, whichever comes first. And you guys have a great rest of your week. Love you, man. Love you, man. Love. Good night. Good night. All right.